Mandy, welcome back. Uh, show number five. Uh, we're going to talk about spiritual. We are. It's one of my favorite topics. Is it? It is. Why? Uh, because I believe that we can manifest any anything we want in life, anything and everything, and anyone. So this is going to be an interesting conversation. We've got Mandy <laughs> Ross back on the show. www.mandyjross.com and email is mandy at mandyjross.com and all over social media, Mandy J. Ross. Find her on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube channel, LinkedIn, everywhere. All the places. Where do we want to begin? Oh, there's so much to unravel in this beautiful topic. I think, okay, I think starting with manifesting in general, uh, what does manifestation mean? I have studied for many years law of attraction, and that was something that I came upon. Uh, a lot of people are familiar with The Secret, you know, the, the book The Secret, you know, attracting things into your reality, um, and to be honest, I don't really associate with the law of attraction anymore. I like to refer to it as law of assumption. Now, why do I call it law of assumption? And why does this even matter? Because I do believe that we can create all the things that line up in our lives for us from relationships to health, to business, to body, to all of it that make us feel like we quote unquote have attracted in our dream life and our dream selves. And what does that look like? It's for years and years, I studied it from that place of thinking it's attracting things outside of ourselves into or, or to us. And I realized that everything's actually an inside job and therefore the outside, outside of us, out, outer world reflects what's going on inside. So manifestation, when you hear that term, some people are not familiar with what that means. Manifesting to me means creating an inner reality that reflects externally that, and it doesn't have to be one that you're happy with or not, but it's just a reflection of the in, inner whatever you have or haven't done within. And so I... Sorry, I just want to interrupt you yeah. for a second. Is it just as easy to see that this is happening when you're subconsciously manifesting things so you do manifest from a subconscious place that's yeah. that's a good but you do it whether it's positive or negative you still so you're do subconscious it. this is why we're going to get into a lot of techniques and things that i've learned along the years but basically i always say this too because i i have um done manifestation coaching right the, the fallacy in that we're always manifesting. Every single thought we have, I don't care if you're spiritually based or scientifically based, everything holds energy. So in this episode, yeah, we're going to get into like sort of a little bit more the spiritual. Obviously, it's all about spirituality, but sort of more the bear with me, but just have an open mind to a lot of these concepts, we'll say. Now, what happens is each of our thoughts actually, and it's been, it's been studied by science as well, our thoughts alone hold energy. What you're putting out, but what's starting with what you're actually thinking in your own mind is creating energy that's being put out and it stems from your subconscious and your subconscious does not know the difference between positive and negative. So therefore we can conclude whatever you're telling yourself constantly, whatever your dominant thoughts are, are going to create a reality that reflects the negative thoughts or the positive thoughts. It's really that simple. Now, what is the challenge that a lot of us face is are we filling our minds with positive or negative thoughts dominantly? And what tends to happen- mostly negative. What tends to happen is if you're unhappy, all the only question that matters, are you happy? Look at every area of your life. Either you're happy with it, you want to improve it, or you're not happy with it, you know? And because there's a varying, obviously there's a, a varying degrees at, at how you feel about each area. Chances are, if you're really unhappy with it, you're feeding yourself negative thoughts and or stories, and those are dominantly impacting what you're seeing in your 3D reality. I'm going to get into some concepts today that might sound a little out there, but I've studied so many 
let's say, people in the manifestation world, and I, by all means, in my humble opinion, I don't know all of it, but from my experience, I'm having, like, energy sensations. That's another thing, too. I really am tapped with spiritual talk or spiritual concepts. Um, being a sp We're all spiritual beings. I think we all have that intuition. I think we all have that sixth sense. It's just some of us. I would say there are some people who are a little bit more gifted, but I think we all have that ability, and I can guarantee every single one of us has the power to manifest more of what we want into our lives. It's a matter of training this brain of ours, most important muscle, but training our brain to think optimally. That's what I do as a manifestation coach. I'm not teaching you, say Manny, how to manifest. I'm teaching you how to think optimally with this beautiful gift you've been given in order to see more of what you want in your life based on how you're thinking. It's a new way of shifting your mindset so you can shift your outer world, your outer reality. I believe it's Joe Dispenza who says your, your reality is your, uh, is your personality. It, it, there, there's another word in there, but it's basically like your reality is a reflection of your personality. And it's true. What you think and what you focus on dominantly is what shows up in your reality for you. This can be people, this can be situations, this can be money, this can be your even your body, how you're feeding. I like to use the metaphor of feeding, like your mind is a garden. So when you feed your mind, let's call it, I always say this too as a metaphor on my social media, but when you're planting those positive seeds, they will blossom, they'll bloom, and you're nurturing them. It's like the work is is let's break that down actually that's a really beautiful metaphor to break down that's simple so you have these things that you want let's call those the seeds there are goals you have in your life there are achievements there are accomplishments there are things that you would validate or would validate success in your in your opinion right so let's call those the seeds you want to plant those seeds. You need to know what it is you want to acquire, what you want to achieve in your life. And I'll be the first to say, yes, I'm a life cheerleader, but I'm going to say you can be, do, and have anything and everything you want. So you're planting the seeds. But it's not just a matter of saying, oh, I want a million dollars, or oh, I want this, or I, not that that's the thing that everybody wants, but like, oh, I want a, an amazing relationship. I want this, I want this, I want that. No, you then have to nurture those seeds, once they're planted, it's not like plant and just like do nothing. What you need to do after the fact of deciding what it is you want, because that's number one most important thing is to know what you want in order to, to get it. Once you've decided what you want, you need to do things such as feeding your mind with that, those positive affirmations, yep. positive self-talk, all the things that are going to serve and put you in favor of that Another thing you can do, I'm not saying if you're a monk that lives in a monastery and, you know, I, I will say you can create by just your thoughts alone. You can create things in your reality just by thinking. It's been proven. It's been shown in history. People have done that. More than likely, though, we're all living a normal life, right? Like not normal, but, you know, a day-to-day -day life. So are the activities and habits that you have conducive to that end goal that you have? Chances are if you're acting and behaving and thinking, and those three are aligned in accordance to what you want, eventually you are going to manifest that into your reality. It's just like, it's, it's not brain science there. That's just, you know, most people are able to do that. What happens or why would we don't, let's talk about why we don't manifest something we want is usually because we allow our limiting beliefs that also, again, stem from our subconscious. That's why the inner healing work. Go check out our episode on emotional yep. healing and, and probably all the other ones too. Um, but that's why the inner conversations are so important. That's why dealing with your emotional health is so important because if you don't, those will erode all the good work you're doing. You have to basically, when it comes to manifesting, become... I almost want, I almost like to call it like, uh, kind of like a Nazi with your negative thoughts. You need to like abolish the negative thoughts because if you continue to tell your subconscious or, or you allow all those negative things to, to fester constantly in your mind, you're just going to see that perpetuated in your reality. I get it. How do we do that? 
So there are a lot of different techniques. The, the most common ways to, let's say, support your ideal manifestations in your life. Things like visualization technique is a really popular one. So consciously getting yourself into a relaxed state. A lot of times once right after we wake up or right before we go to bed, we go into a theta brainwave vibrational state. That's the most easily impressionable state to be in to tap into your subconscious. That's why it's the most powerful time to be doing things like visualization or other manifestation techniques because you don't have as much of a, a barrier as you do when you're already awake and conscious. You're kind of like, it's almost like, I don't want to say it's when you're sort of, you've had a drink or so, but like, you know, that state you get to where you're kind of like, you're just like, more relaxed. You're kind of, you're not, um, completely coherent. That would be a better way to describe it. Kind of like, um, uh, you don't have that, that external sort of harshness to you. So when you get into that relaxation state, it doesn't, they call like Neville Goddard is, is somebody who, if you're into spiritual stuff, I'd highly suggest looking him up. I really, he's one of probably the I won't say anyone's a guru because I don't like that term and I won't say anyone's the be all and end all expert. Nobody knows everything there is to know of manifesting because we're all manifesting and we're all creating our life on a moment to moment basis based on our, our beliefs, right? That's really what's going on. But I would say Neville Goddard has a lot of interesting concepts that I've appreciated and have resonated with, um, in my manifestation journey. And he really focuses on this theta state of being, and he has this concept called state akin to sleep, which makes sense when you break it down. It's basically the state before you fall asleep. So we're talking about this theta state again, right? So one of the techniques that I find really powerful then is that visualization. So some of us actually as adults, we don't have the ability to visualize as much as, as crazy as that sounds. Some people can't actually have visions in their head. Children, they can do it easier. I feel like, yes, children are more tapped into their imaginative state um, and they are more receptive typically to be able to not have as many walls that have built up to be able to tap into that more easily because they don't have as many limiting beliefs caused by trauma. That's usually why. Um, As adults, a lot of times we find it, it's almost a twofold. It's like so much trauma has happened that we haven't dealt with, so we're repressing that, and those are dominantly controlling inside. That's, That's translating to having negative limiting beliefs about ourselves. So not only do we not believe in ourselves, we don't even believe in our ability to create better for ourselves. Things like feeling unworthy, undeserving, not lovable, you know, the list goes on 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 the limiting beliefs we can hold as an adult, but those really do hinder us from making any sort of progress in our lives. So, I mean, you can call it, even another term put, you know, you can call it manifesting because that's what it is, but you could even say like, Manifesting, another way put, is just achieving what you want, more of what you want. You see more of what you want in your life. Um, But getting back to the different techniques that I often teach, one of them is the visualization because when you start to create pictures in your mind, and I I, um, actually wrote a a post on this, I think yesterday, if you can imagine it, it's real. Now, this is getting more into the quantum physics side of things. Some of y'all might appreciate this. Some of, This might be a new thing to you. But I do believe that, and it, scientifically, it's been proven as well. Joe Dispenza is another great resource for from kind of taking it, because he is a doctor, so taking it from like a scientific background, but also coming in with the spiritual side and kind of marrying them. Um, we live in a, in a realm, or we live in a universe that is filled with different uh, realms, different, un, uh, different possibilities. So even when it comes to people, and I'm sure you've seen this if I say this, I'm sure you've seen different sides to different people. Yeah. Different sides exist. So can we not say then that different scenarios could exist for ourselves? Could we even be in this scenario right now talking to each other and maybe our dream state is actually the real reality. It's one of those trippy kind of conversations, right? Or one of those questions to ask yourself, like, what if there's multiple us's that exist in different realms in the universe? What are you talking about? Like red pill, blue pill kind of thing? Potentially, potentially. It's one of those things where I can't prove it, but I've seen people show up in different states that makes me question whether or not this is the be-all and end-all. 
because these different realms, I, I feel like could actually exist. So when it comes to manifesting, why that relates to manifesting is I know even myself, I continuously am evolving. I change my state of mind constantly. I, I, I'm a different person than I was even yesterday. So when it comes to manifesting, because a lot of times what people want to manifest, a, like a very common one is to manifest a different version of a person. A lot of times it's intimate relation, relational uh, set, uh, scenarios. Um, a common manifestation that people want to manifest is money, uh, health, and then a specific person. Specific person usually being a romantic interest. Yeah. I can tell you right now, it's all doable. It's all achievable. I've seen it. I've helped people do this. So visualization would be one. You need to focus on the version of things or the lifestyle that you want in your head. If you can imagine it in your mind, you can literally have it manifest in your reality. So that's one type of technique. And what happens when you do that over and over and over again is you start to see things shift. Again, it's kind of married with speaking to yourself in a conducive way. So for example, let's say you want more money. So in your mind, you picture the ideal, you know, quote unquote, wealthy lifestyle in your head. You can picture yourself, you can visualize, say before bed, um, Neville Goddard talks about creating a scene. So it's a scene that as though you are already in the scenario that you want to achieve in your life, this is a very powerful technique. Try to make it feel as real as possible. Exactly, feel it real. Now, do you have to believe in it? Of course not. You're not experiencing it right now. You don't have to believe. That's the, that's the thing that sometimes people get wrong. It's like they think they need to believe in what they want to manifest. No, a lot of times we don't because our logical mind tries to step in and be like, no, this isn't your reality yet. Well, no, bleep, you know. Uh, but what happens is when we start to f dominantly focus on the visualizations of the, of the lifestyle we want, it, that's an energy, that is an energy that starts to shift things that will actually bring us closer to the goals we want to achieve. It's no different than I'm sure a lot of you have heard of the athlete technique where athletes will picture themselves winning yeah. even before they win. And it's no different than accomplishing more money in your life, accomplishing better love and relationships, accomplishing a, a healthier, maybe better looking body. These things are all possible and they start with planting those seeds in your mind. The, the addition of the visualization, and it's funny because a lot of, I find especially um, not, not just uh, men, but men tend to be more visual than females sometimes with some of these techniques that I describe. They are just more visual in, in, finding it easier to maybe visualize the things, but not always. That's not always the case. Sometimes the other techniques work for men as well. But picturing, picturing what you want to accomplish, even that alone can start to plant seeds that like start to shift things in your reality for you the more you focus on those things you want to accomplish. Should we do vision boards? Vision board is another type of technique you can use. I've done them and it's crazy. What I'm going to say is this, of all the techniques I'm about to share, they're all going to do the same thing. They're tapping you into a state of the version of yourself who's already achieved what you want. It's tapping you into being that person, like you're saying, feeling it real. When you're... Let me ask you this, yes. Mandy. Is that person that we really want to be, is that person always been there? Yes. It's just you haven't discovered that person. I think that person's always been there. I think that it's actually going back to who you truly were before the world and other people told you who you were. I think when we're born, we're master manifestors. We actually are masters of manifestation. What happens is the only thing stopping you between where you're at and where you want to be is yourself and your limiting beliefs. That's all it is. And I know that sounds like there's a million things that people, no, it's my, it's my circumstances. It's the fact that I'm not this. I don't have that. I, yada, yada, yada. You can come up with a million reasons. I'm telling you right now, the only, and I say this to myself, I know this for myself. The only thing that stops us from achieving more of what we want is ourselves and what we're dominantly telling ourselves every single day. That's it. 
I totally believe it. Yeah, for sure. That's why it's such a challenge for some people to be able to get rid of those limiting beliefs because you've been telling sometimes these stories to yourself 20, 30, 50, 70 years. And you keep playing the same record over and over and over as, as the Einstein quote goes, like, you know, you're doing the same thing every day, expecting a different result. That's insanity. It's no different than the way you're thinking. Isn't it ironic though, or funny that teenagers or kids don't have to manifest anything because they are doing it. They live in it. They're living it. They don't the, the think about a child. Adult, think we, about a child. They're fearless. Yeah. They're, they feel limitless. They, like I, I said in uh, the other episode, like when a child, like think about the imagination of a child. You let your mind run wild. You don't even have a boundary as to what's possible. You don't care because you're a kid and you think anything's possible. I am Wonder Woman. You're Superman, period. There's no like filtration there. It is what it is. And they truly believe they are because there's no one saying or no one stopping them from that that belief within themselves. Like, I love that one picture. I don't, you don't have to bring it up, but I, I know there's this one gorgeous graphic. I Whenever I see it, I just, I automatically think, wow, that's like an epitome, the epitome of manifesting at its finest. It's that little boy. It's like a picture that shows the little boy standing with his, with his hands on his hips kind of thing. And he's wearing a Superman cape. It's a little boy though. But in the background, the shadow is actually that like Superman. And that's really how children view the world. There's times that I've actually told myself that I am Superman-y. And just... And I say... And the movies are basically biographies of me. But they always got the outfit wrong because I never wore my red underwear on the outside. It was always on the inside. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, sorry, I interrupted you. No, I think that's... See... Those moments, like this one right yeah, now, it's children like to keep, it's they, it's keeping they, that children. That's why, like, even making time for play every day taps you more into a playful manifesting like ability because you're tapping back into your inner child state of being. Isn't it funny how parents will always pleasantly be surprised on what something a child has created with their own yeah, like their their own creative mind and how they do things yeah. But I think the parent is forgetting that they used to be that way. They still can be that no, way. No, no, yeah, for sure. They still are. There's a part of them that is. They've just... Life. And their limiting beliefs. Uh, yeah, really. They've, they, at some point, they have... Again, I always go back to like, we're born a masterpiece. We're born perfect. And all these layers upon layers upon layers weigh us down. How do we release this? Well, let's get back to some of these techniques. Visualization is a really easy easy way to start start picturing who you want to be and what you want in your life what kind of lifestyle start getting fun like get tap back into that imagine imaginative state how can we do this we can do it through visualization we can do it through i love vision boarding honestly i sound like probably like the funniest thing but i love vision boarding i can't tell you the number of times i have created vision boards put it away in the closet and like some people will will preach that like it's important to have it out and stare at it every day that is a, that can work for some people i've actually done the opposite where i've done vision boards and then put them away i've done the same thing with letters i've done this with like soulmate letters like in terms of writing out like character traits in a in a per partner i want and i i've given that as um, an exercise to clients too i've done this with and another technique is writing actually it's beautiful journaling journaling what you want, um, writing out as though you're the person who has the things that you want. So like, for example, I could say, dear Mandy, I am so happy and grateful that, and then I can write out to myself in a journal, all the things that I've already manifested. You're thinking, you're doing, you're being in a state where you already have the things. You're not coming from a scarcity or lack mindset because you already have your stuff. That's the kind of mindset you want to start tapping into is not the you today who's not seeing what you don't want in your reality because the moment you start doing that where you go, okay, where is it? But I don't see it. Um, it's not here. You're going to perpetually put that energy out where you're in a lack sort of state of mind. Yeah. You're going to keep projecting that and you're going to manifest more of what you don't like. There's a great example that I always give to people, especially when it comes to relationships. If you're in a relationship or it doesn't have to be even romantic, but that's, that tends to be popular one. Um, 
could be with a work colleague, could be with parents or, or siblings, could be with a friend, could be with a, a significant other. Whatever the case is, the more you focus, and I'm, I, I've looked back on relationships like this too, like the more you focus, think about it like this. When you first meet someone, usually you have a good, a good feeling about them, right? Like you, you think of them in the highest way. What happens is over time, start, things start to annoy you or things bother you. And then what do you do? The first thing you do is you start focusing only on their negative qualities. Yeah. And then what happens? Guess what? That person then becomes the enemy. What you haven't realized is you've, you've created a story now where that is the worst person in the world. They do everything wrong. And that's all you're focused on. And guess how they show up? People show up how you perceive them to be. If you don't give them the courtesy or the openness to show up in a better way for you, they never will. And they that never goes will. For all relationships. For every relationship, it might sound as though it's ludicrous to think that you actually can control the people in your reality, but you can. You can, and it's not not being, the thing is with manifestation, it's not manipulation at all. It's just control over your thoughts. The more, and it's, a, the more you focus on the positive, it's inevitable that more positive is going to show up in your life in the forms of people, situations, and opportunities. It's just a simple fact. The more you focus on doom, gloom, like negativity, you're going to perpetually see that. So why don't more people that. do that then? Because I think... They're just consumed by the limiting, the negative? I think it's, uh, I think it's two, two main reasons. I think we get so in our logical mind that we don't allow the possibility of anything else to exist. And whatever we see in our 3D reality, I'm going to get into... To, the kind of realities, but there's 3D reality, which is right in front of our face right now. It's like you and I looking at each other. There's the 4D reality, which is sort of the projection of what we want. There's the 5D, the 6D. You get into all these different realities, right, where things are actually manifested for us. It can be a really kind of crazy concept for a lot of people to grasp something they don't see in front of them. They're so used to seeing or being in a state that they're unhappy with that they continue to project it and they continue to perpetuate it because that's all they see it takes such an amount of dedication and courage to get yourself out of a negative headspace because you're so used to telling yourself that same story does that does that make no, sense it does it totally makes sense yeah and that's why i think a lot of people feel like they'd rather just keep drowning even if they want you know how we talked about like what do you want a lot of people will ask themselves that question they might even answer it but there's a big difference between going from there and pulling your mindset out of the gutter, which is you need, you need to become, again, that you need to have a filter for your mind. The moment your mind, and this is what I've had to train my brain, anyone who's successful has had to train their brain in the same way. You will not even allow yourself to entertain the negative thoughts in your head when you know that it's only going to lead you back or down to that negative space. I will not even allow, like I literally have conversations. I'm like, nope, we're not going there. You need to literally become that kind of what like- What if people are attacking you? So that's when it, it is important to have boundaries. You need to have a- this is where I get into with clients. I talk about the difference between reacting and responding. It is absolutely okay for you to respond and take care of business. When you're manifesting, I'm going to give a perfect example. A lot of people want to manifest more money, right? More wealth, more abundance. When you're manifesting wealth or abundance and, and say, say you're like broke right now though, it can be very difficult to go, oh, I'm just going to pretend that I'm a multimillionaire when you have bills coming, you know, left, right and center towards you. So what I suggest in those scenarios where I call it the transition period or that sort of that time in between where you're at and where you want to get to you need to still take care of the bare necessities. You need to take action towards what's going to help you. But here's the caveat. Do you stress about those things? 
No, you do not allow yourself to stress because that's going to spiral you back into a negative mindset around, no, it's not here yet. No, I don't have it. I'm, I'm, I'm meant to be poor for the rest of my life. I'm broke. I'm you're, you're, it's a, it's a negative snowball effect. What, what happens if maybe you take care of what you need to take care of? And I'll, I'll get back to the people because that's, that's one of the things. Yeah. But I'm just using money for an example because this is a very common one where if we don't see it yet, it's like it's not a hurry up game. Manifesting sometimes takes time. It's going to require some things to shift in your reality to get you to where you want to be. When people are coming at you in a negative space or you're waiting to manifest a version of them, we'll say, where it's more conducive to what how you want them to show up it's absolutely necessary for you especially if they're toxic or they're coming at you with aggression you need to respond accordingly and say hey this is where you need to stick up for yourself and say like hey you know what i think there's a way you can do it in a healthy way where you go this isn't this isn't okay with me this is not appropriate don't appreciate the way that you're coming at me so i'm going to remove myself i'm going to take myself out of this scenario or do something in order for you to not have your sort of inner peace affected you need to do that for yourself that's not even a manifestation thing. That's just in general, you need to have healthy boundaries in your life. If you don't have that, you need to get some. And that's something I've had to learn on my own as well is to have boundaries, especially with other people. Yeah. So that's number one. Um, what happens and why people don't tend to manifest or spiral back to the state that they're unhappy with is they allow themselves to be triggered. Now, when you allow yourself to be triggered and you re react, if you're constantly, and a lot of people just live their life in a reactivity mode, that's all they do is react, react, react. They see a little thing, something little happens. As simple as, you know, you're in traffic and someone cuts you off. You could react and say, oh, that bleep hole, that, you know, give them the finger, all that stuff. That's reactivity mode. Who is in control then? That person's controlling you and taking you out of your peaceful state of mind. Yeah. Now, if you're in a healthy state and you go, you know what? And this is what I tell myself every day. How do I show up for myself? How do I show up in my, in my reality? How do I show up in my world? And how do I show up for those in my life where I have boundaries that are protecting myself and how do I want to show up in a way that's not going to allow myself to get triggered away from what I want? And when you're in this kind of state of mind where you're tunnel vision on what you want to achieve, you start to become a really big, I want to say almost, I guess it's being your own best friend and fan, but you only really start to entertain things, people, situations around you that are in alignment with that high state of thinking. The things like the people that come and maybe they make a nasty comment to you, I don't even bother with that. I don't even bother with it. If you don't show up, and I've said this, if you don't show up proper, I won't entertain you in my life. You have to have healthy boundaries. You have to stick up for yourself. If someone comes at you in an aggressive, rude, mean, anything that's going to not be in alignment with a positive state of being for yourself, take care of it in a very mature way, in a responsive way. But to react is just for you to be pulled back into that negativity, and that's not going to serve either person. No. That's, that would be my thing. I'm not saying it's easy when someone's like yelling at you in your face or swearing or they've done something towards you. But do I think the solution is to, is to bite back? No. no. It's never going to win. Nobody's going to win there. You might as well stay in your peaceful state of being and just say, hey, don't really appreciate where you're coming from right now. That's your bleep. That's another thing. It's like, no, that's your bleep. That's not mine. That's what you're... That's your energy. That's what you're dealing with right now. I can, you know, depends. It depends on the scenario, right? Like if it's someone you care about, you can say, look, I'm here for you. But that's another thing to be very conscious aware, uh, uh, conscious of. It's manifesting. Sorry, I need water. That's yeah, fine. <laughs> Clearly, it's a topic I'm very passionate about. Manifesting is a lifestyle. It's a mindset and a lifestyle. So... When you get yourself into a higher state of thinking, chances are you're not going to put up with the same stuff that maybe you were putting up with before. Chances are you're probably going to have some shifts in the people, the environments, the situations, the things that are around you because 
you just want to be in, it's kind of like you want to orchestrate things in a way that's conducive to the new version you who has the stuff that they want, right? And if you're, say, surrounded by people who are negative, toxic, drama, you know, constantly, probably don't want to hang around those people no. anymore. You're going to naturally not want to be around that kind of energy anymore. It's all energy. And the more you surround yourself with people, even on social media, I've done social media detoxes where I will, I, today I only follow a select n number of people. I don't really allow myself to really follow anything outside of that because even social media, there's people that are putting out such toxic energy, you know, same with podcasts, same with anything we consume outside of ourselves directly impacts our energy. I have become such a vigilante if you if you want to call it that around what i allow in to my energy field energy preservation is a really real thing to take into consideration at this point in my life and i highly suggest anyone if you're trying to achieve any goals in your life the people and and your environments and the things you allow in are going to directly impact that future version self you have of yourself so getting to we accomplish this, which is very difficult to do because it's a constant. It's constant. Yeah. But once you get to that point, you're well, always. Well, here's the beauty of it. You never stop manifesting. No, that's what I'm saying. You it's never like, stop. Yeah. I think it becomes easier to, like, I will say it, be, it, it, it becomes easier and faster. Like, I can manifest things in instants, like in an instant now. No, I can't win you the lottery for those that are going to joke that. No, I can't. It doesn't work like that exactly. Yeah. But what it does do is the more that you are able to get tapped into the state where you're, you're thinking, you're being, you're acting as, as if, and you're feeling it real, as you said, you do start to see things shift faster. You start to see things shift ease, more easily. You're like... I'm in it. I kind of like to use the terms. It's more, it's kind of yoga ish, but you know, force versus flow. I feel like I'm in a really flowing state now where I can picture something I want for myself. I might journal about it. I'm going to affirm and affirmations is affirmations. People can call it a technique. It's not really affirmations. is just self-talk. It's how you speak to yourself. It's how you think yourself within the inner conversations you're having. Um, I've referred to them as a technique, but they're do you're always talking to yourself. I always I always say the uh, it's kind of a funny thing, but when you think about it, it's so like wow, it's it's just so like literal. It's like be careful what you're saying. Be careful what you say to yourself. You're always listening, hmm. right? Yeah, you're always listening. What is always listening? You. So you better believe I'm only speaking nicely to myself anymore. That's what gets us, a lot of us, it's the two things I mentioned, the logic of, okay, I only see my 3D situation, my current circumstances. You have to get it through your head. Your current reality is not the end game. You can get yourself out of any situation, but it only is going to happen if you can picture and stay focused on that that next version of yourself. That's how athletes do it. That's how like the most successful entrepreneurs in the world. How do you think these visionaries, these entrepreneur visionaries do it? You think they're sitting there going, I hate my current circumstances. Poor me. I hate what I'm dealing with right now. Poor me. The world bleeps on me. I'm never going to get myself out of this. Do you think that's the state of mind they're in? Of course not. No. They're like, no, I don't even care if I'm if I, and this is why, like, again, I'm not preaching that any of these people are the be all and end all, but I like one, one thing I, I heard recently, Grant Cardone, a lot of people are familiar with, very successful entrepreneur, man has like a lot of things that let's say other people aspire to have or be or whatnot. Personally, it's nothing about him personal. Don't really know that much to be honest about him personally, but we can at least all agree that he's acquired a level of, of success in his life, perceived yeah. success, um, at least financially and abundantly. One thing, and this is why I always say these kind of examples so that it can give context to what I'm saying about all these things that I'm talking about. So he was approached, I believe, he has this uh, YouTube advertisement where he was approached by a network that said, okay, it's really nice for someone like you to constantly preach like, oh, you know, do this, achieve that, because you're already successful. You have all the resources, you have the money, the means to like invest in all these businesses now. What if we took you 
took all your resources away, took all your contacts away, which are two of the most important things usually we, we, we assume is what's yeah. necessary. Again, outside things outside of ourselves, we assume we create stories that it's absolutely necessary to, to have the right network and the right resources in order to be successful. They took him, put him in some like random nowhere, quote unquote, town, took all of his resources away. So he actually had no money. They gave him no money to start with. They took away all of his contacts that normally he would uh, associate with for business things. This man, with nothing to, nothing to basically own to his name, was able to create, and they gave him a time frame. They said, uh, I think it was something like create a multi-million dollar profitable business in, I don't know, three months time or something with basically starting from literally nothing, no one and nothing. Not only did he accomplish it within the time frame, I think he did like something crazy where it was like a couple of million dollars from nothing. So you have to ask yourself in that scenario, the reason why I bring this up is it's very easy for us to blame outside circumstances for why we're not accomplishing the things that we're having or to or to give ourselves excuses that we don't know the right people, we don't have the right resources, we don't have the right situation to begin with, or we came from nothing, whatever the story is that you're telling yourself. But when people like Grant, and he's just one of many examples, do this time and time and repeat this again and again, you have to ask yourself, why is that? Why is that? Because he's not looking at the negative. He's not, not focused on what he's not. Yeah, he's not focused on what he doesn't have. He's focused on the end game and nothing and no one's going to tell him otherwise. What does that remind you of? A child. Mm -hmm. Nothing's going to tell that little kid. I'm not. You're not Superman. They will literally. I've, I've seen it in action. A little kid will stand there and defend it for his life or her life that no, they are Super or Wonder Woman. It's true. They will because they literally 100% do not waver in their belief that they are. It's no different as us being adults. If you see yourself as an in-shape, successful, wealthy, loved, deserving, worthy person who's living their dream life, you can absolutely achieve it. I don't care where you came from. Your history does not determine your destiny. I'm not saying that everybody came from the same. This, but again, look at these... For every excuse you want to give yourself, I guarantee there's an example that's the opposite. Look at how many people I'm sure you and I both know alone, Manny, who've come from quote unquote nothing or even worse than nothing, we'll say the most adverse beginnings, very humble beginnings, very even traumatic beginnings in their lives. And they have been able to achieve massive amounts of success. Why is that? A, they focused on the end game and they did not let anything waver from that end mindset that they had vision of themselves. Number two, they spoke to themselves in a way that they were going to be, that they already are and that they are a success. Like it, it, that's all it is. It's speaking to yourself in a way that no, no matter what happens, no matter what I see in my current reality, I'm getting to that. It's tunnel vision thinking. It's being, again, a vigilante with the thoughts that you're allowing to penetrate yourself. Are you speaking in a way that's conducive to who you want to be? And this doesn't have to be you wanting to be some massive success in the world. This could be you just wanting to accomplish goals simply for yourself and your family right now. This, can, this system, this, this process of manifesting can be applied to anything we want to accomplish in our life. It could be that final five pounds you want to lose. It could be, you know, a little bit of extra money you want to bring in next year in 2023 or if this is airing in 2023, that little bit of money you want to make could be a massive amount. Manifesting a cup of coffee, as radical as this might sound to some of you, manifesting a cup of coffee is actually no different than manifesting $10 million. The only reason why it feels harder is because you've convinced yourself it's harder. I, yourself that. I totally agree with you. Seriously. Yeah. I know it sounds ludicrous, but that's how powerful our mind is. That's how powerful we are that we've created these stories since we were children around how we're not worthy. We're not capable. We're not deserving. We are less than so it's it, like a common one. You know, it's it, it can work for them or they deserve it, but not me. 
And you don't even sometimes know you're telling yourself these stories. That's the crazy part. The best thing, and I say this, I said this to my mom the other day, and I think I said it in the 2023 Manifesting Your Best Year episode. The thing that I'm most proudest of manifesting, and I will say, I do feel like at this point, I guess I'd loosely use the word expert because I can manifest at such an expeditious rate in my life now. What qualifies me as an expert? I can't tell you the number of things that I have thought of in an instant and have seen show up in my life for me. That's what I say is being a master at manifesting. When you can continuously create, plant those thought seeds and you see them constantly show up time and time again in your life, that to me is is becoming more and more of a master of your mind and a master of manifestation as a, as a whole. But the reason why I bring all this stuff up is because I know for a fact, even when there's times when I, when I get into a headspace where I'm like, oh, the moment I start to go down there, no, no, Mandy, we are not going there because you're shooting yourself in the foot. The best ally you have exists within you to get what you want. We create stories around what is possible or impossible. That quote from Audrey Hepburn is one of my absolute favorites. Anything is possible. Even the word itself reads, I'm possible. It's all an inside game. Anything outside of yourself is not the reason why you're not achieving what you want. I know that's sometimes hard truth juice for us to swallow, but it is radically honest. The beautiful part about realizing your inner power is the fact that you can look at it two ways. If you're stuck in your, let's say, bleep, you're going to look at it like, oh, I'm not capable of that. And you're going to look at that as like a hindrance, like you're your own hindrance. But for those of us who are like, you know what? Wow. I realize that being a conscious creator is the most empowered state you can be on, like what or be in like, wow, I can actually create a reality that I'm happy with. It's empowered me. I like to use this metaphor, actually, just for a visualization. I like to use the metaphor of, like, even myself. I feel like before you become a conscious, because there's a big difference between creating your life and then being a conscious creator of your reality, of your life. Once you turn that or flick that light switch on, for those electricians out there, you'll love this, but once you flick that light switch on, you can't go back to not being conscious. But you do have a choice then as to which are you going to stay in your victim state of mind and say, no, the world, the, everything bad happens to me. I'm going to let my life, my current role where I'm at dictate, you know, the rest of me and the rest of my like life and goals. Or you're going to go, wow, I actually have the ability to create anything I want for myself. I'm going to choose in favor of what I want. I'm going to empower myself to get to where I want to be. That's a winning attitude. That's a victor yeah. mindset. That's how I've, I, I pray that we, we can all get to that state of mind because at that point, you take full ownership. You take accountability of your life, and you really become limitless. That's, that's the best state of mind that I think you can be in is that abundance mindset, that limitless mindset where you think like a kid. You think like a kid. Tapping back into your inner child state where you're like, I can be anyone I want. I can do anything I want. Screw what, what life is, has shown me. Screw it. I'm going to create a new story for myself. And I'm going to stick to it. And I'm going to do the actions. I'm going to do the techniques. I'm going to say the things. I'm going to become, I'm going to visualize myself as that person. And you become it. You actually become it. The best thing that I said, sorry, getting back to the thing with my mom, the best thing I've manifested across the board over everything, over money, over relationships or people, over opportunities, over anything good in my life, the number one thing I manifested for myself was a high self-concept. That's brought me the most satisfaction because everything stems from within. How long ago did you start doing that? I mean, we're manifesting our entire lives. You mean like when did I see? I think I think that's been such a journey and a process. That's why I'm so passionate about this work. Is it's taken me years. It's taken me a lot of years to get to, and I'm I'm still working. It's I'm a work in pro. I like to say we're always a, a masterpiece, but we're a work in progress. We're in this, such an instant world, though. We you're are asking in a, people to make an effort that takes a long path. 
It doesn't have to, though. It doesn't have to. It can, but that's even a story in itself. There's people, once they tap into the knowing that they can create anything they want for themselves, where they really embrace that new version of themselves and they start to see things shift fast and furiously in their favor because they've consciously decided, I want better. I can be better. I can do better. I can have better for myself. They've done that. And it doesn't have to take a long time. What trips us up again is the stories we're telling ourselves and what we're focused on dominantly. Where is your mind at? Like, where is your mind at? That's a really big thing to start to become consciously aware of. I can guarantee, and I, I mean, I'm, I know I throw that word out, but like, seriously, if you start to become hyper aware of your thoughts and where you're allowing your mind to concentrate on the most and you become a gardener of positivity for yourself and a farmer of positivity, you're going to start to see things shift fast and furiously. It's just, I've seen it in my own life. I've seen it in clients' life, lives. I've seen it in people around me. The moment you decide you want better for yourself and you do the inner work mixed with the outer, which is a lot to do with taking the necessary actions. Not that, the, not that you have to, but typically, you know, you're going to start, operating in a different way if you really want to achieve goals in your life you're not going to be sitting on your your yoga booty doing nothing you're probably going to want to start to take healthier actions healthier behaviors take on maybe a mentor like these things that can can help you to get to where you want sooner you're probably going to start living your life a little differently right maybe a lot differently is it good to have a um a manifesting partner I love, yeah, sometimes it can actually really help if you, we call it in the manifestation world, manifestation buddy. Okay. And I think it can help in terms of accountability. Accountability is a huge thing. Do you need it? Absolutely not. Nobody can get inside your head but you. You could have all the buddies in the world, and if you're telling yourself a negative story and you're on repeat with that negative story, you won't manifest what you want. You won't. You can have people as manifestation buddies, kind of like you'd have a gym buddy. You know, there's people who want to work out together and they hold each other accountable. Um, I know some people who do that. It's the same thing. It's like when you're getting into a negative headspace, it can be nice to have somebody to remind you, hey, you got this. Don't worry about the stuff you're seeing. And that's another thing too I want to say. Sometimes when you're doing this really powerful inner work, you'll actually see the opposite show up in your 3D how they say like sort of that, uh, I guess there's a lot of different sayings around it, but it's like kind of when the storm happens and then there's that calm after, yeah. you know, like, or the storm happens and you see the rainbow, right? So what, what can happen when things are shifting fast and furiously, you might even see the opposite manifest for you. And that's when you really need to be solid in your beliefs of no, 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 this is just the 3D reality, not what I'm actually manifesting and you, I don't, I never like to word the use, uh, use the word ignore because there's some stuff that you have to deal with right in life. But again, it's the reaction versus response. Respond to what you need to do not react in a way that's going to pull you out of where you want to go. It's really that simple. Does the person who's, who's having road rage deserve your energy and attention? Oh no. No. Is it really, Mandy? I mean, is it as simple as just saying that this is all about you picturing your future future you? Not, like, there's more to it than that. No, no, but I mean, just in general speaking. So like if you want to yeah, look at it's, yourself it's, in the mirror. It's, it's envisioning and stay, it's, it's staying focused and operating in a new way, thinking in a new way of the version of yourself who has what they want. That's in a simple way put. Who is the person that you want to become? That person is going to be thinking differently, is going to be acting differently and behaving quite differently than the you today who's in this current situation you're in. Yes. It really is that in a nutshell. What do you want to take away? What do you want to leave? With oh my everybody? gosh. Uh, there's so many things. I, I have a ton of manifestation uh, material on my, on my YouTube because it is such a fascinating topic to me. Um, ooh, this is such a juicy, like delicious topic. There's so many things that I could give people takeaway for at home. Let's say 
Let's do this. An easy, an easy exercise that people can do right now is, you know, I keep talking about thinking, doing, and behaving in a way that's conducive to the future self that has what they want. I would highly suggest, and I always go back to this, start by doing a, a lifestyle detox. Really, like two things you can do, especially with um, when you're trying to change, significantly make big changes in your life or even small changes. Two things that are the biggest uh, factors, I think, are two, yeah, two really important things to note is where you're currently at, do an analysis of different areas of your life, ask yourself and answer yourself, what do you actually want? Like you have to, it's like you can't navigate, your subconscious can't navigate to help you get to from point A to B if you don't know what point B is. So figure out what is it that you actually want, not what your parents want for you, not what society wants for you, not what you know even an older version of you wanted, the you today. What would make you feel at peace and, and happy in every area of your life? Write that stuff down. Even the act of writing can, can start to, to conjure up some shifting of energies. So figure out what you want. Once you actually know what you want, then start to try to become more consciously aware of especially what you're saying to yourself. The words I am are powerful. They're the two most powerful words because they will dictate how you perceive yourself to be. Who are you? Are you, you know, the low version you or are you gonna be the high version you? You're gonna be speaking to yourself in a very different way and you're gonna be believing in yourself in a very different way than someone who doesn't if you're the version of you who has what they want. It's as simple as that. The most successful people in life are not having negative, they, not that they have they don't have moments where insecurities, doubts, fears, lack, all that stuff comes up. They don't dwell on it. That's the number one thing that everything I've happens. Like all this stuff, things happens still gonna happen. Ever. It's how you react. To it's all the that. reacting versus responding. It is. I always say this. Like people look at me for a perfect example. Like I'm super positive. I'm always optimistic. It's like Mandy. Does like does nothing bad ever happen to you in your life? Uh, no. Things happen all the time. Things come up all the time. I process it in a healthy way. I respond to what needs to be responded to. And then I don't let it linger. Most people get so stuck on one little thing and they allow that to dictate. How often is it that you allow one little thing that happens to make you have the worst day ever for the rest of your day? Like you're giving your power away. You're literally like shooting yourself in the foot and then stumbling for the rest of the day and going, oh, I don't know why I hate my life. Like, what? don't do that. Don't do that to yourself, please. Please. Stop doing that to yourself. Yeah, like, be your own kind buddy. Be your own best friend. Do yourself a favor. Think favorably. Think favorably as the person who has what they want. You can create anything you want. I've seen miracle upon miracle upon miracle happen in my life, in other people who I know no lives and it's like there is nothing with it with there is nothing outside of your reach but your reach is dependent on what you believe about yourself and what you believe you're capable of reaching to do yourself sure. a favor have a limitless mindset have an expansive mindset you're only killing off your dreams and goals by putting yourself in a category where you think you don't deserve or you're not capable of getting yourself to a certain state. You're just, you're, you're shooting your own dreams. Thank you, Mandy. That was great. Yay. Everybody check it out. www.mandyjross.com, Mandy at mandyjross.com and all over social media, Mandy J. Ross. Y'all, you can have, be, and do anything you want. Totally. I will never stop preaching that. And please, like, if you need the the kick in the yoga booty and or tons of positivity or whatever, like, my content is just chock full of, of, of rewiring yourself to continuously think positively. It's not toxic. There's a whole, like, toxic positivity. No, I'm very real with my audience, but I can guarantee you followed me. I don't know how, how much, LinkedIn, but, like, yeah. you know, like, I literally put out such positive energy. It's like people tell me that my content is like a drug for them, that it's infectious because I'm always putting out this positive stuff to uplift people. When you're in that kind of vibration, you 
are inevitably going to see more goodness in your life. So if you want that extra boost, please feel free to connect with me on social media as well and surround yourself with good, positive things in your life. Simple as that. We've got one more show to do, which is going to be basically the purpose of our lives. All right. I, uh, I wanted to leave an added bonus. Da, 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 da. So I have a little rhyme that I created when it comes to manifesting. And when it comes to manifesting, all you need to be concerned about is the what and the now, never the when and the how. Now, what does that mean? So you just need to know, as I said, what you want. You need to be in the now. You need to focus on controlling your thoughts now. You can say it's religious or you can say it's spiritual, whatever you want to call that. The when and the how is never up to you. And that's what trips a lot of people up. They try to figure out how the manifestation is going to come to them. You don't need to do that. Give yourself a break. A higher power does exist and it will orchestrate things in your favor as long as you take care of the what and the now. So it's not about anything other than the what and the now, never the when and the how. Thanks, Mandy. You're welcome. Thanks, Angelina. I'm always happy.